Hey, welcome to the official Branded Babe podcast. My name is Lo, your host, brand photographer, and personal development guide. I help women craft authentic personal brands in the business world and beyond. The Branded Babe podcast uncovers the beauty and power within female entrepreneurs who may not see that magnificence within themselves. Discover your individuality as a woman, stand out amongst the crowd, and build a brand that is a direct reflection of you. Through this space, I'll help you make the most authentic version of yourself feel unstoppable. Are you ready to move forward with confidence? Let's have some fun. Hey babes, welcome to episode three. I'm so excited to introduce you to our first guest on the Branded Babe podcast. Her name is Holly B., the owner of Daydream Design Co. She's a brand designer, business coach, and she believes that creative business owners are much more than a logo or a color palette. Holly is a magic maker and multi-passionate entrepreneur behind Daydream Co. She loves helping dreamers pivot their mindset with intention that results in action plans that produce positive growth. And she has used eight years of graphic design experience to help build this business and to really help entrepreneurs um, have confidence in their business and in life through design and coaching. Her goal is to help dreamers use fear as a catalyst for a courageous future. And I love that because fear is such a big part of my story. And I'm sure a lot of us entrepreneurs who have had to make some pretty big moves or take some risks and kind of say F you to fear and really dive into what the courageous life looks like. So welcome, Holly. I'm so excited to have you. Hi, Lo. I'm so happy to be on this podcast. We are actually sitting next to each other right now, and we're going to go celebrate and get dinner after. It's going to be a great time. Yes. But I'm so happy to be on this podcast. I've been listening since she started it, and I'm so honored to be a guest. And we're going to get into some really juicy stuff today. So I hope you guys are ready. Buckle your seatbelts and (laughs) grab something delicious and just keep listening. And also, it is hot in here, so it her dog is panting right now yeah. in the background, yeah. which we love, Skylar. We do. If He's... you guys follow me on Instagram, you guys are very familiar with Dreamer Pup, and he has water. He's good to go. Don't worry. He's just cooling himself down. She's giving me a death stare right now. <laughs> Anyways, I um, am so excited, but before we dive in, I just love hearing about other people's, like, you know, other dreams that they might have. So if you had an alter ego or maybe an alternate life, who would you be or what would you do? Um, I love this question because it's interesting. I never really had a backup plan for my life, but there, I definitely did pursue something different for a little while, like before I did this. And this was very much like a like a pipe dream type thing. Not saying it can't happen, but it's just, I don't think that it was meant for me and that's okay. But I would totally be a rock star because when Mm. I was a teenager, I wanted to be just like Haley Williams from Paramore. And if you don't know who that is, go to Spotify and look them up. Yes. Thank me later. Anyways, so I would totally be a rock star that like writes her own lyrics and plays guitar and like sings and has an incredible vocal range and Mm. gets to like jam on stage with a huge audience I feel like that is absolutely what I would have done in another life I feel like I just see it 
I see it right now. And she's wearing an ACDC shirt. So, I like, am. totally. You are there. She's there. I don't know about that. So. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> well, that's awesome. So, I'm curious, too. You know, obviously, you're a very creative person. Um, but what kind of led you to graphic design? What made you pick that major? So, great question. I would say, like... The OG story is the fact that I actually started graphic design in the MySpace days. Mm. Hashtag throwback. <laughs> throwback, uh, for sure. Selfies. Right. <laughs> right. So I used to have a MySpace layout site, and I used to design, like, graphics. And then um, my mom and I actually started designing, like, fan graphics for message boards and stuff. So that was pretty fun. Mm. And that's really where I started to fall in love with it. And I, like... For the first time in my life, I felt like I was actually good at something, and I understood it well, and I articulated it well, and I have really never been good at anything, at least I don't think, in Mm -hmm. my life. Like, Mm -hmm. I was never good at sports, or I never really got really good at any instrument or anything like that. I didn't have a good sense of style, so, like, graphic design was, like, my safe haven. It's, like, become the place where I can thrive, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, entrepreneurship kind of fell into my lap, too, and that's, that's really where I feel like I'm thriving the most. But in terms of my major, I mean, I ended up going to high school in a vocational program for graphic design, and Mm. that was kind of when I started to take myself seriously and picking it as, like, my career and my profession, and then I got my first job, and I applied uh, for my college, Mm. and then I was able to get into my major and graduate with my BFA in graphic design, and it kind of just moved forward from there. Yeah. At what point did you realize, like, I want to work for myself and I really have, like, my own dream that I want to fulfill with this? Good question. This is juicy. Uh, Juicy. So I kind of realized that I wanted to work for myself when I realized that I didn't want to spend every day building someone else's dream and I wanted to come home and work on mine Mm. all the time. And, Mm. like, I remember sitting at my desk at work in my 9 to 5 and remembering how I just had all these ideas and I was always so inspired when I was at work but you know I had to do my work yeah and I had all these ideas for things and I constantly wanted to like act on them and you know just make a lot of really great things and and start taking on my own clients and stuff like that and I found myself literally daydreaming more about like the life that I wanted versus the life that I had and Mm. that's when I knew I kind of needed to make a change That is beautiful. And I love the parallel with your own brand of, like, you were daydreaming. You literally had these, like, daydreams that kept you afloat, maybe if things were boring or if maybe you just – you wanted to kind of tune out some days. Like, and I'm sure there's people listening who do have those daydreams who are like, no, I want something else. I'm made for more. And maybe you just haven't made that leap yet, right? We haven't jumped in and maybe we are afraid. So I just want to say, everyone go look at Holly's Instagram for Daydream Co. (laughs) Because I absolutely love her brand. It makes me feel so like at home and the ambiance is just very, very unique. Um, It is very, like, dreamer. Like, I just want to frolic through fields and, like, (laughs) just be myself. You know, you feel like you can come home. I love that. You're so sweet. (laughs) You are too kind. Um, One comment that I wanted to make on, you know, the fact that there are definitely people who are probably daydreaming about, like, what they want to do as well. Think of, like, where you're at right now as a bridge and you are like in the middle of your bri- or in the middle of a bridge and like the thing that you're doing that you don't necessarily want to do right now is getting you to the other side mm. and like 
your daydreams can literally keep you going, kind of like what you were saying, and they yeah. absolutely kept me going yeah. uh, when I would sit and daydream about the life that I wanted. That's so, so special. So, like, I want to hear, how did you come up with the branding for your business? Oh, great question. Uh, okay, so the name, I actually found the Don't Quit Your Daydreams quote my junior year of college, and I hung up the quote on my studio wall, and I was mm. like, one day I'm going to have a business, and daydream is going to be in the name. Like, literally, Woo! I visualized it, I manifested it, I made it happen. Yes. But it absolutely happened a lot quicker than I thought it would, yeah. which is how most of the things in my life happen. But, like, I don't mean it in a way where, like, I can just make anything happen and snap my <laughs> fingers, but, like... Wizard. <laughs> I have a lot of imposter syndrome with, like, I don't think that it's going to happen because, like, I don't have all those skills or, like, right. I'm not good enough or something like that. So I definitely... Yeah have those limiting beliefs and limiting thoughts that I've had to work through. Uh, But in terms of the branding, so this is actually kind of interesting. So color wise, I wanted it to just feel very dreamy. I wanted Mm. it to feel like, you know how like in those old like 80s movies and like they have like a dream scene and it just feels very like nostalgic and like not whimsical, but like you just feel like you're in an alternate dimension. Yes. And that's what I want people to do when they're working with me. I want them to like yeah. literally take themselves into a different dimension and have no limits. The mm. sky's the limit, honestly, mm. with your dreams and the things that you can do with your brand and your business. Yes. So with that being said, I also use gold as like a golden color as my main color because it mm. was my grandma's favorite color. And I also use my grandfather's vintage photographs in my branding as well. So I remember Kate, um, Kate Lenante. <laughs> She's a photographer as well, and we were doing, like, a collaborative shoot with you, and you brought your photos into the studio, and I was just, I just got goosebumps because it is so special, and the fact that we got to make that a part of your brand, that you made that a part of your story, of your values, of, like, where you're headed, and I just want to say to people listening, like, this is why Holly says it's more than a logo. It's more than a color palette. It is the essence of who you are and your story and how you want to portray that to the world. And so did you realize like how much thought and intention went into the building of Holly's brand? Well, that's how it should be for all of us. So yes, absolutely. I'm, yeah, I'm curious. Any thoughts on that? Okay, so I would say intentionality is, is that even a word? Yeah. Being intentional is something that I encourage all of my clients to do, whether they're coaching clients or they're design clients. And when you're building your brand, I think it is really important to be intentional. And I'm saying this is like, if you're someone who is just starting out in your brand, I would say don't put so much pressure on yourself to like be intentional about everything. Really focus on the journey and how you get to explore and literally play. That's the exciting Mm -hmm. part is like, Mm -hmm. I think that we all get caught up with how everything has to be perfect and we have to have the perfect branding and we can never change it and stuff like that. And I think Mm -hmm. like we literally chose this life so we can have freedom and we can play and create. And I think that in within creating, we forget that we can do that and change things if we want to. So with that being said, I also think that as you figure out who you are and what kind of business owner you are or what kind of um, brand you're building, it's important to be intentional with those things, but also let yourself 
play and kind of, Mm. you know, think outside the box and go outside of the margins. Yeah, I I absolutely love that. And I think that's why it's so important to do a lot of this inner work and like, who am I authentically? Whatever type of brand you're building, which we're going to get into, which I'm so excited. But I really, really think it's it's got to be your 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 soul on fire. Like you have to let that come out and play. Um, I mean, I've changed my brand so many times before I landed on the branded babe. And this one just feels like it, like it is perfect. And I really believe it's because I stopped trying to be like everyone else. I stopped trying to do what everyone else was doing and really just tap into like my authentic self and my authentic space. So, um, why do you feel like it's so important to have branding in our world today, though. Like, why is that so important? I think it's important because it's the one thing that's going to set you apart from your competitors, and it's going to set you apart with in your audience as well. I mean, if you look at a shelf on the grocery store and you're looking at different uh, cheeses or different soups or something like that, like, every brand looks different. Every brand has different values and brings a different taste or recipe or something like that to the table. Mm -hmm. And the same goes for any kind of brand that you're building. Um, And I think that that's important because you get to bring something that is unique about yourself to the table, and that's what's going to set you apart. Yeah. And I've recently actually just heard a story about um, categories. Apparently, before... um, it became categories. It was called categories, and the owner or the person who came up with this um, created a box, and it just didn't really have any intention to it, or really like went along with um, a board game for kids and families, and it kind of just sat on a shelf for two years. And then he sold the rights to someone else because he was like, "It's not selling. What's wrong?" And this guy took over and he rebranded it, and he. He rebranded it and changed the way the box looked and changed, I think, the logo. And then it sold, like, millions because he changed so much about how it looked, the name of it. And it's just crazy how that that's so powerful. For sure. We really love how things look, don't we? For sure. <laughs> and not only that, but, like, it just it's it attests to the fact that you have the power to change anything at any time. And mm. that's why I encourage play with people who are... Uh, trying to build their brands because if one thing's not working then it's time to change it up it's time to pivot and I know it's easy to get attached to something but it doesn't mean that you have to let it go forever you can Mm. always bring it back Uh, I have this massive like document of ideas that Mm. I keep yeah Uh, and I'm I'm always trying things out and a lot of times they don't work at first but you know I've come back to a lot of ideas that do work when the time is right Mm. and it just goes to show that people change things change and it's good to kind of go with the flow with those types of things versus like being attached to one specific thing and one specific outcome I think that this profession that we're in of being entrepreneurs you really have to be flexible Mm, yes and just know that you're always evolving right and even the the people in your audience are evolving. Even their needs, their desires, their values may even be evolving. So, I love that so it's much. really important to know and and yeah, like you said, be flexible and curious. I think curiosity is so important um, because if we're not curious or flexible, we'll just we'll just stick to what we think is best and what we know and never want to change. Exactly. Right? And if the guy didn't change the look and the name for categories, then he would have never been successful. Nope. He would have never 
reached that level that, you know, he probably never thought he would reach. And mm. that's all because of a decision that he made to change something. Yes. Oh, so good. So good. Um, so I'm curious. Here's the reveal. What are these four brand strategies that you've been working on? I know you've been brewing on it. You've been creating content on it and you're ready to finally release it. Woo. So what? Tell us more. What okay. are these? I've never heard of it. Okay. So Okay. So I'm not saying that I like that you know, this is something that no one has ever heard of. I'm just really trying to, like, conceptualize what my audience Mm. needs. And everybody, like, even you have come to me about, like, being multi-passionate and having an umbrella brand or, like, asking me, like, what kind of brand should I build? And I started to think about this. Mm. And I was working with a coach in June, uh, and she was really able to help me figure out how I wanted to, like, provide this value and this education to people with what I already know. And I'm like, I'm really passionate about helping people figure out what kind of brand that they want to build. So with that being said, I have narrowed it down to four different types of brand strategies. And this is not for everybody, right? So keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. But basically what they are is a personal brand, a business brand, a lifestyle brand and an umbrella brand. Umbrella brand being my favorite. And yes! I'll tell you why in a little bit. But basically, a personal brand is a brand created through the lens of you and your name. So, like, think of, for example, my name is Holly, Holly Baumgartel Designs. That is a brand that's created through me. People are working directly with me, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's ideal for, like, coaches, freelancers, um, and consultants. Mm. Then we jump into the business brand. So it's similar, except think about it kind of in like a team aspect. So like a business brand is a brand created through the lens of a team-based mission. So um, it revolves around assisting their ideal client with multiple areas of uh, what their services or something like that. So, you know, think of like agencies or something like that, where you're working with a team that can help you develop copy and design and marketing and all that stuff. And Mm -hmm. that's really uh, more ideal for like product and mission based companies who like have or want to build a team or have or want to build multiple things Mm. um, that really need like a multi-level agency for that. And then a lifestyle brand, which I feel like we're all really familiar with this. Think like influencer and YouTuber and stuff like that. So that's created through the lens of basically one's life and aspirations. This brand revolves around sometimes, you know, inspiration, way of life, goals and stuff like that that contribute to people's influence in their Mm -hmm. life. So, Mm -hmm. again, ideal for bloggers, YouTubers, influencers, content creators. And then lastly, my favorite, because Daydream Co. is an umbrella brand. Yes. An umbrella brand is a brand created through the lens of a single brand name for multiple products or services. So this brand revolves around a multi-layered mission that explores different passions. And this is really ideal for the multi-passionate and serial entrepreneur, which is exactly (laughs) what Lo and I are. (laughs) And we're finding that it's become a lot more popular for people to have an umbrella brand. And I think the multi-passionate entrepreneur is about to blow the fuck up. I'm so ready for it. Oh my gosh. here for it. And like when you first started talking to me about this concept of umbrellas and like the umbrella brand and how you can have multiple like I guess like streams of I would I don't know I don't know streams of income or or different ways to um, serve your audience like right. I was all in because I had such a struggle finding a place for myself in the world because I felt like I had to fit into one box and like this was the thing that I was gonna do forever and like I feel like my business for example has expanded when I realized that there's so much more freedom 
So I, I am curious, like, what kind of questions would you ask someone who came to you um, and needed maybe some diagnosing of their brand strategy? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I'll just kind of tell you guys some of the questions. I actually have a quiz for this. You should go check it yes, out. Yes, it's be, so fun. I'll have Lorena link it in the show notes, mm-hmm. but... You guys should totally check it out, and it really is just for fun, and if you guys really wanted to know what brand that you should um, move forward with, I would highly recommend talking to one of us and, uh, you know, figuring that out on kind of like a, you know, coaching level, but this quiz is kind of just to help gain you some clarity. You know, maybe you take it a few times and you're like, okay, the first result wasn't right, or maybe the first result, like, hit the nail on the head, so, Mm. okay, so first things first. The first question is... How would you categorize yourself as the following? So, like, I have answers like, I like being just, like, around me, myself, and I. I like being around people, or social media is my life, or I'm multi-passionate AF. Um, (laughs) Another really cool question to figure this out is, like, how do you like to build connections and network with people? So, Mm. you know, do you like connecting with people um, a few at a time? Do you like to connect with... um, people via social media or Mm -hmm. are you kind of just like do you go with the flow you know Mm -hmm. yeah um another question to ask yourself is like what is your brand personality so is it like unique and driven and self-disciplined is it collaborative is it like optimistic and in like Mm -hmm. inspirational or is it like free-spirited ambitious playful so you can kind of see a theme with these questions Mm -hmm. and the specific answers because each of them lead to a result of personal, business, lifestyle, or umbrella. Yes, 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 yes. So here's a question. Um, I obviously feel like I'm a personal brand. When I took the quiz, I actually got personal brand, which I feel like, yes, I am. But what if you are, like, two? Yeah, this is a great question because I feel like you embody this because I know that you're multi-passionate AF, but you also (laughs) love having a personal brand. Yes. So I think that it's absolutely possible to be more than one and don't limit yourself like Mm. at all with anything. Don't ever limit yourself to anything and fit in any box. Like we are encouraging you to to think outside of the box. Yes. uh, And (laughs) push outside those margins. But Mm. definitely, you know, look into what it what it means for you to be a personal brand or a business brand or a lifestyle brand or an umbrella brand and figure out, you know, do these things align with you? And if you find one or more that does, then move forward with that and that's totally okay. I mean, if we wanna get really technical, Daydream Co. is technically an umbrella brand and a business brand because, you know, I have worked with a team of people before. I don't have anybody currently on my team at this moment, Um, but, you know, I definitely position the brand as kind of like a we type thing um, because I am working with people on and off Mm. that, you know, it's not just me behind the scenes all the time. So that's a huge thing to keep in mind. Mm. There are a lot of people who have business brands who also have lifestyle brands and they have lifestyle content and stuff like that and that's totally okay yeah so that's kind of the idea behind that don't limit yourself love that I think that's super freeing of course and like like you said I think we're always evolving so it may end up becoming an umbrella brand and then it may end up being something within that so what's an example in our current world of an umbrella brand That is a great question. Okay, so I actually, and this is something I used on my Instagram if you guys are following me at co.daydream. So I made a post about umbrella brands and I used Apple as an example. Mm. Um, And I would say 
you know, this is definitely something that's more in the grand scheme of things versus like our specific realm of business. Yeah. But Apple is a great example because there's Apple and then you have iMac, you have iPhone, you have the iWatch, you have iTunes, stuff like that. And even though those are all a part of Apple, they're all their set like own separate brands underneath that. Oh my god. But they all have this like a similar mission. So that's a really great That just example. blew my mind. <laughs> that is so amazing. Especially as like someone who's such an entrepreneurial spirit, which I can't wait to talk more about this on another podcast. <gasps> but I feel like there are people who you are just like part of your makeup and your identity is like you love to create things out of nothing or you you make things better in the world. You're always having ideas, business ideas. Like how freaking powerful is that when you can just like put it all under one thing because your mission is probably consistent throughout most of your services and your products or whatever you're selling and I feel like to be able to create something from nothing and bring that into the world like that is so powerful (laughs) it gets me fired up (laughs) right right are you guys fired up we're fired we're fired up can you tell (laughs) um so I'm curious too like let's say someone in the audience is listening and they're thinking to themselves, I am so confused on who <laughs> I <is> am. Okay. <laughs> okay, we've been there. And sometimes we're still there, we're believe st- it or not. <laughs> Last week. Literally. <laughs> um, I'm just kind of really confused. I feel like I've been trying to make this work, but I don't feel like my brand fits me or I just I don't know how to express it visually. Like, what would you tell them? For sure. Well, obviously it would be to work with one of us. Just kidding. I just wanted to throw a shameless self-promo in there. No, on a real note, I think that it really comes down to asking yourself the right questions and being 100% honest with yourself about what you want and who you want to be. Because if you're not being honest with yourself, then you're going to produce results that are not in alignment because Mm. you're trying to be someone else or you're trying to be what you think you know, your audience audience wants you to be or something like that. So mm. asking the right questions and being totally and authentically honest with yourself, 100% yeah. about what you want and who you want to be. Mm. That is so powerful. And that's something I will come back to time and time again is like, why not just be yourself? Like, that's all we have, right? Like, well, why right. not be... Why, why try to be you? Why, why, why don't I want to be like you? I mean, I do. I want to be you sometimes. No. But like, <laughs> but why force it? Why restrain ourselves? And sometimes I feel like as entrepreneurs, we get wrapped up in like the doing of, I'm going to do it this way because I know that'll produce results. I know that will make me money. I know that will make me succeed. But then you get to success and you make the money and then you're like, wait, I'm not happy. Exactly. This isn't who I am. Exactly. What have I become? Like I've totally <laughs> felt like that before and that, you know, that's just been a part of my growing pains over the last almost three years that I've yeah. owned Daydream Co. And now for the first time ever, guys, like since I decided to build an umbrella brand and embrace that I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur, mm. I feel so aligned with everything that I'm producing for my business. Yeah. And like my audience notices that too. My friends notice that yeah. and stuff like that. And it's so much easier 
to create content and it's so much easier to sell and to get clients when everything is in alignment and I'm being true to myself and that is something that I will scream from the rooftops I mean even when I was content planning the other night which again like you might have saw this on Instagram is like brand clarity equals Mm. productivity because I was able to plan three weeks of content something that I've never done before by the way ever yeah okay yeah um I was able to do that because I was very clear on everything. I was clear on what I wanted to say to my audience. I was clear on what I was, you know, selling, what the value that I wanted to bring, everything, you know, everything just kind of fell into place. And even visually too, like I have a very specific brand guideline, specific colors I use, elements and stuff like that. And Mm. that made it really easy to create things. Mm. I feel like it's almost like like the guidelines keep you within a certain level of freedom like you still have freedom with your guidelines exactly you still know that this is like what I love and how I want to show up but it helps you kind of stay organized and come back to it and I know that's like something for me too when I have like a specific set of how I I want things to look and feel it's easy to come back to that over and over again I would say think of it as like flexible rules right so like be self-disciplined enough to know that like if you give yourself a certain amount of slack you know that you will break the rules and Mm. completely like freak out but also like give yourself the flexibility to you know bend those rules if you need to within your own brand like don't get me wrong do I absolutely 150% use the same font size every single effing time that I make an Instagram graphic (laughs) no because no one's perfect and I don't want to be perfect and that's okay and my audience fucking loves that yeah I'm okay with it so great literally just embrace the imperfections Mm, that's so powerful and and I'm sure there's people too right now who are are still DIYing it so you know tell me about the two there's the people who want to DIY it and then there's the people who are ready to like actually get help and have someone else help them. for sure okay so I have a lot of thoughts on this and I'm going to start with the people who are DIYing it I think that this is a really great phase to be in because I often see people and I've worked with clients who have invested in me or another designer or whoever to design their brand and then they completely want to change everything once they dive into the strategy part of it yeah and that's okay because when you're first starting your business I think a a lot of people think that it's going to be one way and then you know things change things evolve (laughs) um, you know issues come up stuff like that I feel like you know Lorena is like a perfect example of that like yeah from where she started to where she is now is completely different and I admire that so much about her and even me like I started off as just a graphic design studio and then I became a business coach and then I started a merch line and yeah I opened myself up to so many creative things And that is something that I think is good for the DIYers because they can kind of mess around with their brand as they're learning about themselves and their target audience and their business and who they want to be in the world. Mm. And I think that if you, like, honestly, like, I feel like I'm going to catch so many hands for this, but, like, if you waste (laughs) money on investing... Yeah. the first time around and you just go back and change it you're literally just going to be pissing your money away and yeah. I'm saying that as a brand designer yeah. like I yeah. always want my clients and potential clients to do what's best for them and if it's not working with me right away because they have more exploration and clarity to gain yeah. then then don't work with me right away however I can help them with that clarity and that's what I really work on in my coaching and my brand yeah. discovery uh 
brand strategy documents and stuff like that, we get really clear on everything. Yes. Um, which brings, so helpful. For sure. For sure. Which brings me to, you know, how do you know that you're ready to invest in a brand designer? Um, you want to make more money. You want to stand out. You yep. uh, have kind of reached a point where you feel really clear about the direction that you want to go. Mm. And you're ready to just look more consistent and professional. You're ready to level up. Like, you know it. Like, I know that if you're sitting there and you're feeling it and you're even thinking about it, you're ready. Yes, I totally, amen. (laughs) Because honestly, there there does come a point where, yeah, you're just playing around and then you're like, um, I actually need some help because I have too many thoughts and too many ideas and I don't know how to narrow it down or I don't know how to put the guidelines around it. And And that's okay. That's another thing is like, We need to normalize the fact that as business owners, I know that we wear 150 hats at once, but we are not meant to be good at every single aspect of business. And that is why we all have jobs because we're helping each other. Yes. Uh, So if you need to outsource, outsource. 100% do it. It's so worth it. It is. It is. I mean, even just for me, investing has been crucial. It's really taking me to the next level. And and I 100% believe in that. So if you can get help visually with with brand design and then you need photos because you're like, I'm sick of my selfies, like you, you can reach out for help because it'll only serve your audience well because you're going to feel more confident. And when you're more confident, you're more magnetic. And when you're ma- more magnetic, you're going to probably earn more. So um, it's really, really awesome. But Absolutely. So, I guess... Wait, there's one more thing that I wanted to say. Yeah, what is it? Okay, so I wanted to touch on visual confidence really quick. Mm -hmm. You were talking about, like, how people um, can show up more confidently. And this is something that I scream from the top of the rooftops with my brand, is that when people work with me for design, I want them to gain visual confidence. How many times have you cringed when you gave your website to someone or handed your business card to someone or have been like, oh my God, my website's not up to date. I'm so sorry, blah, 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 blah. Okay, (laughs) if you work with a designer or you get your brand to a point where you don't cringe when you do that, that will make you more money. That will gain you more clients because you are literally showing up with energy of, I know that this is amazing. I know that this is a line. Yeah. So I just want to quickly give the actual definition of visual confidence that I have come up with. This yes. is not on Google or anything like that, <laughs> but it's basically to have the feeling of being able to show up with your brand anywhere. Visual, vis, blah, words. Let's start over. The feeling of being able to show up with your brand anywhere, visibly, virtually, everywhere, with assurance and certainty of its abilities and qualities. Mm. And you deserve to feel that way. Snaps. That's why it's like, who is she? <laughs> like, that's that's what I want my people to feel. For you sure. want your people to feel the same way. Like, For when sure. clients come to your feed or they come to your website or they come to your services, they want to be like, that's who I want to work with. And you want to know that that... That is so true of you. Like, who is she? Who is she? Why wouldn't I work with her? For sure. Um, no, thank you so much. Like, you've provided so much immense value. I'm really excited to just hear more about the different brand strategies because, honestly, it opens up a whole world of possibility, of freedom, and just creativity. So I think that's what we're all about. And 
Um, I'm curious. So Friday you're going to share more. Yes. And there's going to be a drop, right? Yeah, so there is going to be a drop. So I'm going to drop my quiz, which will be a blog post about it, so you can, like, kind of click there and check it out. But Woo-hoo! I'm also dropping it on my Instagram. Uh, so it's going to be four types of brand strategies, and I'm basically going to not only talk about what even is a brand strategy. Like, if you're sitting here and asking yourself that question, that is okay. Like, we are here to educate and not make you feel like you are, like, oh my God, I don't know what any yeah. of this means. Like, that's what we're here for. And then it basically just dives into, like, what each brand strategy type is who it's I- and who it's ideal for. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I kind of open it up in the comments and on my Instagram stories for people to ask questions. And I was thinking about going live, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yes. Uh, maybe next week I will. But anyways, yeah, so stay tuned for that. And if you guys have any questions about brand strategy, like, hit up me or Lo. Yeah. yeah. We love it. So. Definitely. Go hit follow on Holly's Daydream Co. What is it? It is... Uh, at co.daydream. So go check it out, or you can go to codaydream.com to check out my website. Yes. And then any last just encouragement for people Uh, who are listening? I would say channel your inner badass and be authentically yourself, and don't quit your fucking daydreams. Oh, man! Woo! And that's a wrap, folks! Woo! Thank you guys so much for listening today on the Branded Babe podcast. This was such a juicy, juicy episode. If you really liked it, please hit follow or subscribe. I don't even know what you do anymore on the podcast thing. (laughs) But comment, share with your friends. I would love to hear what you took away from today. And just make sure to go connect with Holly if you're ready to take your brand to the next level and feel good confidently, visually, all the things. Thanks, guys. I will talk to you next week. Have a great day.